Welcome to community. We're winging Welcome it. Welcome to community. Again. Winging it's the best way to go. Winging it is basically the only way. It, it's, it just works. It just works. That's why. Hi. We're glad you're here. Right? That's true. Yes. We're very glad you're here. Sarah. Jacob. We're, we're, Episode we're, two. Two. Yes. <laughs> yes. We haven't changed a thing so far. Which is probably a good thing. So. But. So we had actually several people. Well, our pastor's wife commented on um, our Facebook page and said that she is super excited so uh, to hear what, what Jesus is going to do through this podcast. And we're super excited. Oh, um, yeah. I am. Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about isolation and like that thing that happens when we maybe fall off the wagon because I had a couple stumbling blocks this week. and Yeah, I was going to say kind of like. Like I said, like the stumbling stone in the way. Mm-hmm. I had a thing come up this week and, and went back to some old habits that I knew would make me feel better. Quote, unquote. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and well, it just fulfills selfish desire, and that's a lot of... Well, right. So like what it is. Well, and we were just talking about Bible verses for, like, this episode for whatever we would want it to be in uh, Proverbs 18. One was the first one. Yeah. And it says one who has isolated himself, seeks his own desires. He rejects all sound judgment. Yeah. The, the amplified, I think it says it really well. Cause it says he who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desires. So it's like a, it's a choice. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. a, it's not like a, Oh, you know, like, Oh, I was pressured to be, you know, right. to like, be off on my own it's like it's it, it's a choice and it's like you come to that crossroad where you got to where you have to choose do i separate myself or do i reach out for help right so one thing that i did this week was in in the stumbling situation was um i have a friend who i talked to this person because they have the same kind of the same struggle that i did and I just told them, I was like, I'm, I'm having this feeling that like, I need to, I need to pull myself out of all of the things to like, stop helping in childcare because I'm not quote unquote perfect. Perfect. I'm not <laughs> yeah, good. Right. right. Like I'm obviously not good, but Dan Moeller says it. And I told you this earlier, Dan Moeller says it best of like, that thing's not in my heart. Jesus is in my heart, but like it's memory right. stuff. It's, it's a pathway that I walked for so long that, that helped me f feel fulfilled that yeah. it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard yeah. in a, in a rough season to, uh, to not want to like travel that yeah, all over again, or, you know? Or yeah, like I said, like go back or try, you know, try to keep it all covered up. Like right. you're doing great even yep. when you're not doing great. Oh, for sure. And the isolation tactic is something that keeps me from, like, it, feeling, it feeling bad about what you're doing. That's, yeah. that's, I feel like, where a lot of isolation comes from, is to keep you from feeling bad about the, the actions and things that you do. Right. Well, and. Because if nobody knows, how if do nobody you knows, feel bad? Right. How, how, who can make me feel bad if, if I can keep it a secret? And, um, we, so I super struggle um, and this week was, was one of those weeks where like, I super struggled with the thought that like, 
I'm doing this by myself anyway. Why do I need anybody else's help? And today at church, like I walked in and I walked up to, to Rachel Pearson and I was talking to her and just everything in me was like, this is why, because community, like these people love me in a place where like, I can say, Hey, I had a really rough week and I stumbled and I need, like, I need that prayer. I need that. Yeah. And I feel like too, it's a place to where it's like the community helps you. Like they love you to a point to where it's like, they don't perpetuate it, but they tell you how to get through it. Like right. not, not, not leave you stuck where you're at, which right. is what most people Drowning. do. Or, right. or they, they just feel sorry for you and they're like, Oh, we're sorry that you're going through this. We'll be praying. It's like, it's like community is where you get advice. Like, right. like, like they try to help we'll you find a continue. Mentor. Yeah. Continue to move on and continue to push forward instead of allowing you to retreat back and, you know, isolate and things like that. Right. So in, in studying, like looking at verses about isolation and stuff, Ecclesiastes came up. And if you have read Ecclesiastes and you don't like it, I'm, I'm going to play the advocate here. I love Ecclesiastes. Like I absolutely love it. I think I, I think it is. I think it's such a good book and it's a good book because. (coughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Don't die. (coughs) You'll be fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I might. Um it's one of those books that like if you're just doing an overview of it, everything is futile and nothing matters, right? Like Yeah. Which is basically yes. But it's more of a study of like Oh, how do I want to say this? <clears throat> Bible Project has a great video about it. You should go watch it. But it um it's more about like the things that we think that we do here on earth are that are so important. It's talking about how those things in the long term, like in the grand scheme of things, are minute. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like and I had a, a life like rereading it and going slow and going at it of like, okay, what is he talking about? Why does he feel this way? Why did Solomon oh, feel this way, yeah, right? Why yeah. did, or why did the teacher feel this way? Because I think in Ecclesiastes, he refers to himself as a teacher. But um, Ecclesiastes 4, let's see, 4.12 says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And I think I, I know, like, me and Jesus, I talked to him as much as I possibly can, like, throughout the day and, and all of that. But I know that when I have someone like you or my friend that I was just talking about that I can go to and be like, hey, this thing happened, um, to have someone stand up with me and be like, yeah, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let you give up ground you won, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know that I've been that, like, in the past for people who are like, Hey, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm d- to the point where yeah, I'm done, done. done. Yeah. And, and just be like, Hey, no, I, I refuse to be the person who gives up ground for you. Like yeah. I will stand with you and I will take my sword and I'll swing it and fight. And I think the, the, the draw of isolation is you can stay in your, 
in yourself wallowing your pity. Oh, yeah. And you don't have someone there to like. So, yeah. So, like, kind of like you said earlier, like Dan Muller, he talks about uh, in one of his, I don't even remember which one. I've watched so many. But he talks about, like, like a, like it's like a stone. It's like a stumbling stone. But it's not the fact of, like, it being there and, like, you tripping. It's the fact that once you trip, you stay down. You don't get yeah. back up. So, like, like it comes against you. You go down, but then you stay there. Like, you stay right. down. You don't, you don't continue to move on. You get stuck there. So, like, kind of like you said, like, wallowing in the self-pity. It's like... Like you feel bad you don't want to you know you're like oh i'm a terrible person and all of this and that and so it's like that's where community can come in and actually help right <clears throat> right i i i would hope i would hope that this podcast would start those types of conversations you know oh like, well, yeah to where when people when people are struggling or they if you feel like isolating or feel like you don't you don't matter or your presence yeah. doesn't matter somewhere or whatever i'm here to tell you that like you are an invaluable part of yeah. of the body like there's always hope and yes. i feel like that's not what a lot of people say no no matter where you're at there is literally always hope yeah. there's always hope and and just know that jacob and i both like i have seen it growing up the isolation of like changing churches right and like the oh, people yeah. you had at the church you were at and then going to a new church like the isolation that you feel because we act a lot like church groups or gangs and we can't, oh, right. <laughs> can't talk can't to them mingle. anymore like you can't yeah. mingle with them anymore when in reality like and i think jacob can agree we're with this we have family people. at yeah. several different churches in our local in the joplin area um and and we're all part of the same body yeah, it's like we're all people just trying to figure it out. Right. And I feel like that's where we miss it sometimes. We're just not. We're, and we're isolating from each other. Yeah. About, groups, about church saying, groups. Yeah, us. Exactly. Because we're like, oh, I, we, don't, I, uh, we don't go to that church, so we can't be friends kind of thing. And it's um, like, it's definitely not how it works. Well, and I think the other thing is, is that we... And I, there are denominational differences, and I totally get that. And I, I can see um, churches not seeing eye to eye on, on oh, things. certain topics. Certain and topics. Definitely but different it, things. But it's in the but... New Testament where they talk about, like, it doesn't matter if you're, you're a follower of Paul or you're a follower of Peter. Like, we're chasing the same thing, right? Like, it, none of that matters in, in the long run, like it's all about Jesus and it's all about yeah. the body and we, it's all about us being the church yeah. instead of the church being Making a place. Well, well the church being a place that we go to and we're separated because of buildings and denominations. It should be us being the church. Yeah. And, you know, reaching out to Making like disciples. our local communities yeah. and like, you know, creating communities where people can, you know, come get help and, you know, talk about things that like, you know, they may not have an answer to. So I right. like maybe try to find somebody that does. Right. Or, you know, find somebody that can give you some sort of guidance. Like yeah. godly guidance. Godly I would say. guidance. Yeah, like yes. not not just random human guidance that 
lead you all down crazy paths. For sure. I I would hope that if you're listening to this and you don't have a church home and you're in the local Joplin area, that you would um, that you would try or that you would come to Impact. We that's where we both attend is Impact Life Church at uh, 23rd and Annie Baxter. Um, but get plugged into a body, and when those things come up, that a body that that, that teaches the word, <laughs> like I said, you we will die on that. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't want to get into one that's just kind of stuck in Willy politics nilly. and other right. things of that nature, because that can get weird Very in and all of itself. Right. You just want one that will actually. Teach the word. Yeah, teach you the word. (laughs) So that way you're not getting more confused. Get into a Bible-believing body. Yes. Get plugged into a Bible-believing body and know that, like, I if I'm struggling with isolation, like, it's an all-over issue. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's not just Jacob. It's, it's, everyone goes through it. And it's okay to feel that way. But don't dwell there. Yeah, you just, like I said, you don't want to get stuck in that area because then you, it, it just becomes harder to get out. Because, oh, for sure. Because then you feel like the shame builds on itself because a lot of that stuff births other things. So, like, it starts off with, like, guilt and then it turns into shame and then you feel bad. And, yeah, and then you start like skipping church and then you start doing other stuff because you're like oh well, i'm not doing the right, right. thing it's a slippery it's like, slope yeah and it becomes a more of like a pedestal to try to climb up onto and you True. there's no pedestal it's like like i said you're not holding god up to a higher standard right so it's like you shouldn't be able to let him down i feel like right <clears throat> so that's a good point. Missy sings a song about that. Yeah. I think it's in a Maverick City music song, actually. I don't remember the name of it, but I do not remember it right now. Oh. I, yeah, I don't know the name. I'm going to look it up now. Um, oh, it's... Uh, I'll just type in Maverick City music. I'm just going to why I'm doing about, You would cross an ocean oh, so wow. I wouldn't drown. It's that one. Gyra. Is this one? You sure? Yes. Are you sure is this song? Yes. Yes. I'm almost positive you're right. I thought this was it, but I I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah, it's this one. Was it holding you up? (laughs) But yeah, that right there, it's like, that's true though. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, you you gotta there ah, you go. There it I goes. Gotta, turn Sorry. the alarm off. We're uh yeah, we're at fifteen nineteen. We might just keep going till we end whenever we end. It's like uh whatever you want to talk about. We're winging it. Yeah, I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we we're do have it. like one whole minute of me coughing. That's okay. <laughs> things things happen. It's like well, it's not gonna be perfect. So, but but it's gonna get there. It's gonna. I mean, well, maybe maybe not perfect, but it'll get somewhere. It it will get somewhere, somewhere for sure. But just like that, like I wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. I think that that 
like resting in that area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because like you said, like even like it says, it says I can be, uh, I can never be more loved than I am right, right now. Right. It's like he never stops loving you, and I feel like we get to that point too. Like especially with the isolation thing, well, we get to a point. Up. Well, yeah, we get to a point where it's like, oh, how could he love me? And yeah. it's like, but he never stopped. And I feel like that's where we kind of get get a little bit skewed too, because it's like the main thing is like an attack on the word. So it's like, it's like, although people don't realize it, it's like Satan tempted Jesus with the word yep. in the wilderness. He was like, you know, tell these stones to become bread. It's like, because, you know, of what the word says. And mm -hmm. then... Jesus then replies with, but it was written. Yeah, it is. Every, written. Time, every time. Every time. <laughs> every Like, time. not to test God and, like, right. you know, and, like, he's like, well, throw yourself off because he says you won't break a bone. So right. he's, like, using the word out of context and, yep. like, just bits and pieces of it to try to destroy yep. the truth. For sure. So it's what like. Ah, here it is. In Matthew 4. Hey, you found it. That's I did find it. I mean, you found that a lot faster than I would have. This Sorry. Is, just keep going. <laughs> so Matthew 4 is where it talks about Satan tempting Jesus. And he says in uh, verse 3, Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man yeah. shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So uh, for us, whenever that yeah. comes up, like... That's why I said, I'll pick up my sword. Yeah, because you should know, like, the truth that you know, you should not waver on, I feel like. Right. And I feel like that's where sometimes we do, kind of like said, like, we waver on the fact that he loves us, even though it oh. constantly states that he loves us yeah. no oh, matter yeah. what. He loved us even though we were sinners. It's like, yeah. it's like, but that's like something that, we tend to waver on is something that comes up and then when we start to question and we're like oh well does he really love us or oh this because it comes on i would say like I said as an attacking against the truth and like i said right. just trying to mis misalign it like because it's not like he's trying to fully be like oh you know like don't follow jesus it's more like oh put him to the side for now yeah so, because he's there, but let's just put him off to the side mm -hmm. and do this thing. And so then, right. then it becomes more of a, oh, well, I'm not, you know, letting go of God because he's still there. It's right. just, so then it becomes all tricky because, like I said, it's just deceit. And you don't know when you're being deceived right. when somebody points it out to you. Right. Because a lot of the times, this whole point of deceit is to not know. So if you don't know, how can you fix it or how how can you come about it without having, like we were talking earlier, like community or somebody yeah. to be like, hey, you know, maybe that's not right. Or, hey, that isn't right, depending on, you know, what you're going through. Right, right. Well, and in Hebrews, but, let's see here, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And if you but, want to pull out the Amplified, go ahead. Yeah, well, but no, what I was going to say, like the attack on the word goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, because like you could say as like, when he told them not to eat of the tree, mm -hmm. that was his spoken word to them. Yeah. Well, then he, because he told them, if you eat of this tree, you will surely die. But then he tells them, 
if you eat of the tree, you won't die. The accuser. Comes, so yeah. he literally attacks the word that they had and the truth that they knew. Right. And then turn around. And so it's literally a, an attack on the word from the beginning. Yeah. So once that starts to come up and you kind of realize that, it's like it helps to, to understand that when it's an attack on the word, you kind of know. You're like, okay, no, this is what I know to be true. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of stand firm on those things. And I feel like that's where like faith and different things come in because it's like, you know, because sometimes it's not clear cut. It's like, you know, like I said, it's like just pushing them off to the side Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's like something very minute, kind of like what he like tried to do with Jesus where he was like quoting the word. So twisting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but not quoting all of it. So it was just, you know, it was enough to try to you know, slip, slip him up. It's like, but. Well, and I think that attack on the truth that, you know, like, so for me, for example, like the truth that nothing I can do, nothing I do changes how he loves me. Right. So like that, that attack that I need to do more Bible study or I need to do more in prayer or I need yeah. to do more in discipleship or, or, or have more, have faith. more faith, have more faith is the worst thing I feel like has ever been brought up. Like that's the, that's the one thing that well, I feel like Jesus I wish faith of a mustard seed. Yeah. I just wish it's like people say that because they mean well, but it's so bad i feel like just because it's like well it's damaging well well, it's not just damaging it's we're putting the blame on the person because of their faith so then how how does that make them feel so like if i didn't have enough faith and something didn't happen i would feel really bad i'd be like whoa maybe i need more faith but i don't know how to get more faith it's like because it's not about it's not about that either because like when jesus goes to the man at the well that dude had no idea who no. Jesus was. When they ask him later on, after Jesus heals him, and he's a, he walks off because he basically says, you know, nobody's able to put me in the water, and then he literally heals this man. He does not even know who Jesus is. Like right. He has no idea. How can you have faith? Right. How do you have faith when you don't know anything? Like they're like right. they're like, who healed you? I don't know. Some dude. Like right. That that requires zero faith. So I feel like that part right. is just so bad when we like said we like said it's Well you it's didn't good. get it's, your healing because you didn't have enough faith. Well that not even yeah, not even just about. not even just healing. It's just like anything in general. Right. It's like, oh you need to have more faith or you need to pray harder. It's not about praying harder. Right. And it's not about having more faith. It's about kind of knowing how to pray, I feel like, too. Right. Is a kicker because it's like it's like you know, we constantly pray for stuff, almost like treating him like a genie, too. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, you want to try to, you know, understand how to pray and ask the right questions so that way you get some sort of right. answers. Right. Instead of just constantly being confused. Right. Well, in uh, for me, the have more faith conversation pushes us back to isolation oh yeah because like they tell you something doesn't happen that you've been seeking jesus for yeah and all of a sudden it puts you in this place where like well if i show my face back there 
they're all gonna know that oh yeah that this didn't happen like that that the prayer didn't work or that oh, the, right. that the thing that we've been fasting for didn't come to pass you know yeah, yeah and i think that 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 in and of itself can cause people to be like well what's the point in even going back they're all gonna know that like i obviously i obviously didn't hear from jesus when yeah, in reality right. you probably did yeah well and the other kicker there is to uh like said um oh i I had it but now i don't remember (laughs) exactly uh it's uh i completely lost it i had it but now i don't remember (laughs) my mind is going 100 miles an hour so i lost it. it you're good winging it it's just like well like i said like with the more faith thing and stuff like that it like I said, it does, it, it's like I said, it's probably from a good intention. Well, oh, place. Yeah, but it's it's the fact that they believe that they have to have an answer. Right. And so they come up with a random answer like, oh, you have, you need to have more faith. When in all reality, they'd be like, I just don't know. It's like, right. I, I, I don't know why it didn't happen. Or, oh, I have, you know, I'll pray about it and see, you know. Right try to give you an answer or I'll look for an answer instead of just blurting something out because I feel like a lot of the times we feel like we have to have answers to right. questions. Right. No matter what. And I feel like that's another bad place to be in. Right. Is to constantly feel like we need to give somebody an answer when in reality it's okay to just be like, Well, I'll I'll look into it or I don't know right now or Right. You know. Just being more honest than just trying to throw out something. Right. Well, in 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 that honesty, remembering that like you you can. Where was I going with that? In that in that in that place of like I don't I don't have an answer for you of of. How do I want to word this? There have been plenty of times where people have been like, why didn't this thing happen the way I wanted it to happen? Right? Yeah. I, I have several friends who like have gotten frustrated with situations in their life where they're like, I've prayed about this thing and he's not moving on my behalf. He's just not. And, and I don't know, like, why is he not? swooping in and and changing the situation because he could i don't have an answer right no and like learning to be like hey i i don't have all the answers can be an answer yeah right of like and then too i think another thing that uh it was todd white it was that one i sent you the lifestyle christianity where they had the lady speak and she mentioned not going after the healing, just seeking his face. Uh-huh. And I feel like a lot of the times what we what we what we do is we try to pray for things and like pray things away instead of just seeking his face. Oh yeah. And then for and then sure. it coming through that and you know, us being okay, because if you look at a lot of like uh like People wear, like, uh, the coat of many colors and things like that, where he's thrown in the pit, you know, he's, like, he's sold into slavery. It's, like, he didn't stop serving 
yeah. God in those. And he just wasn't like blaming God for everything. Right. It's like he was still doing what he was supposed to be doing. And so he was still getting high honors and everything that else. that was a setup for him. Yeah, yeah. But it's like there's two choices in situations like that that you can make. You can either go the negative route or you can try and, you know. Seek Jesus yeah, in that. Yeah, just continue to seek. And it's like you can either blame God for it or you can just continue to like try to praise and just be like, okay, you know, I know it's not going well now, right. but you it know, I know you're with me. It's like, you know, still right. continuing to serve. It's like, I feel like that too is another thing because like, uh, what is it? Hold on, let me look it up. I think it's Philippians 4.13. Let me look it up to make sure I don't quote this wrong. Mm. Small interlude. Yeah, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to everything or equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confidence and peace. In that instance, where where he's talking in here it's not necessarily about the whole i can do all things through christ right it it's about being okay in all situations because he talks about he's like i learned how to live with a lot and i've learned how to live with a little right and and then it states you know i can do all things so it's like i can be okay in all situations right right it's just um i feel like part of it's just a mindset yeah oh for for sure for sure so actually on the hike that davy and i did this week with dad on monday we were talking about like taking those scriptures and twisting them out of the context that they're written in to like put them runners wear them on their Oh, yeah. It's, it's like it's, headbands or paint them on their that. arms or whatever. It's in a beneficial sense. In a beneficial sense. Instead of like, yeah. In this moment, like in this super rough season that we're in, like, he is the strength that's going to get me through it, right? Like, yeah. Instead of, well, I want to lift yeah. 4,000 pounds oh, and I can, I can do, do all things. things. <laughs> I can do all things because. Christ is with me. I can lift 4,000 pounds. It's like, which if you do that, congratulations. I'm super proud of you. (laughs) It's like, that's awesome. But maybe that's not how it works. (laughs) Right. Just a little bit. I, and I think that that stuff like that, where we see the, the twisting of the scripture like that can cause people who are in, in that season where they're wanting to isolate can cause them to want to run further because we, well, yeah, we twist but, that to well because they try to use it to benefit them and when it right. doesn't then you shut down it's yes. like you know you're like oh well it says that but i don't feel that yeah it's like and a lot of the times too people do things based off of feelings so it's yeah. like it's like if you try not to do a lot of things based off of feeling it, it's a lot easier because like you're not and I mean, like, acting out. So, like, yeah. like something comes against you and you get angry. You act out in anger. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm super excited for this. So, I 
jump on it like you know like although like let's say it's like buying a new car it's like you know you shouldn't buy a new car but you're like so excited you just because of feelings it's like all about feelings and you're doing things based off of feelings which it's not necessarily a bad thing at times but it's like it's not always a good thing either right right for sure because well, it's a lot like it's kind of like how they say uh i can't remember what it's oh it's like sin against you producing sin in you uh-huh. is the is where what i was getting at with that is like you know some it's like somebody like said coming at you angry so you just respond in anger right right so exactly i but that's like said that's where things of like like we were talking like community and stuff can come in and actually help you and be like hey maybe we shouldn't respond those ways or you know hey, right. maybe we should you know do this or maybe this would be you know not necessarily like telling you how to live, but just giving you advice on certain things, you know? Yeah. Because nobody wants to be told what to do. Right. Because well, it's, not, and... it's not a list of rules of do's and don'ts. Exactly. Well, and so the thing that's helped me a lot is to have mentors. So I have women that oh, are older yeah. than me. One that she is a Paul for me. Um judy oglesby and she's an amazing human being but like when i struggle with stuff i am able to like instead of pulling away and hiding i can go to her and be like hey i'm struggling with this thing can you and she does not pull punches like oh and i can tell like i can tell you there was one instance for certain where i was just i was having a pity party i was feeling bad for me and she came up to me and i just started crying to her and i was like i don't understand like i have prayed i don't understand and she just looked at me and i could see it on her face that she was like asking the holy spirit please don't let me like please don't make me do this i don't want to i don't want to ruin this (laughs) but she hugged me and she looked at me and she's like you know better and it was one of those moments, like, at the time, there a very like, human part of me was like, I don't ever want to talk to her again. Yeah, it's like, like it's I like, don't ever want to talk to her it's again. It's like getting hit with a brick. But then, like, five minutes pass, and, and then you're like, yeah, you're and it's right. like, wait, you, she, she's right. Like, yeah. I know what the Holy Spirit said. Right. I know what Jesus has said about it. Like, I'm, I'm good. So. I I definitely, if you're feeling an isolation season, like if you're feeling like isolating, pulling away, not reaching out to anyone, my suggestion is to get you mentors. And I'm not talking about someone your age or (laughs) I'm talking Christian, like following Jesus. Yeah. People that are following and maybe a little further on the walk. Yeah. I was going to say that kind of have more knowledge or that have been in it longer. Or more mature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. To where it's like they can give you insight and they can help you understand. And someone who's willing to tell you the truth, even when it might not feel good. Because because the best things that's ever happened to me is, is conversations like, like I said, with Judy, where she's been like, Hey, yeah. I'm going to deliver this as gently as I can, but it's going to hurt no matter well, what way I do it. Well, like Dan and then talk, he's like, he's like, yeah, I make it all funny because he's like, when I stick you with the knife, it's not so bad. He's like, because it's like when you're pruning a tree and you're chopping limbs off, that don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not going to be fun. It's nope. like, it's like, you may like that part and it may be like, well, it needs to go. And it's like, but I don't want to let it go. But it's like, you still got to hack go. it off. It's so it's go. like, 
It's like, it's not going to be comfortable, but you'll feel a lot better afterward. Well, and I can tell you that after having that conversation with her, I had a, I I had a heart change where I am now different because she wasn't willing to pull those punches. And it was a couple of weeks later I went to her and I was like, Hey, thank you so much for like being brave enough because everybody else at the time around me was like, Oh, Sarah, I'm so sorry. And she was the only one who was like, you know who you are. Stand up. Like, get over yourself. Stand up. (laughs) Pick up your sword. And she wasn't. But no. The thing she said wasn't. Wasn't something that innately, like, it wasn't mean. It wasn't hurtful. But the. What got said was something that needed to be said in order to clean out the area that needed cleaned out, if that makes sense. So, like, irrigating a, a wound. No, yeah. Getting all the gross, gunky, nasty out so that the healing can take place and I'm better for it and I have several women I have several women in my life who do that and I would definitely suggest whatever gender you are that you find someone of the same gender to speak with older than you so like I would like Jacob has talked to David Pearson or to um who else have you talked to Josh Morgan Mm -hmm. and then uh Todd Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you don't have people, it's just hard. Yeah. I, I would say it's just very hard. Yeah. It's very difficult. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily impossible, but it's not as But I would definitely start praying easy. for that. Yeah. I was going to say, it's definitely not as easy. No. Because it's just one of those well, things. Well, because they have to be, you're trusting them with, with deep parts of you. Oh, well, it's yeah. someone that you're gonna like it, it's definitely a prayerful thing because oh, well, yeah you don't want to just tell everyone all of the things about you yeah, i mean unless you can, you're that kind of person unless you're just an extrovert i'm an extrovert and i even know that there's boundaries <laughs> sir say it some people don't though I'm now, on the next episode of community we're gonna talk about boundaries <laughs> i don't know that one <laughs> You do too know that one. I said I don't know about oh. that one. It's like <laughs> we'll probably get to the next episode to forget. Well, that's true. That's true. But that's fine. We're at thirty-eight minutes. That's okay. We'll just go to forty-five minutes and call it good. Okay, sounds good. So, <laughs> if they sat through it that long, if you sat through it this long, we are so glad you're here. We're sorry it rambles. That's just how our conversations go. Because that that's what this is going to be: it's conversations. Yeah. You want to email us inside the fire podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, because we decided to not change it because that's just a pain. Even though that's not the name of our podcast. But that's okay. That's it's okay. okay. We changed it's fine. the name because this okay. this, this is, is better. better. This is the direction we felt like we needed to go in. So I I think for why. me, us changing to community. So at first when you first brought it up, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, seriously, we're going to change it. And then the more that I like sat there and I, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you, what are you saying? Like, what are you actually saying? Like, what do you want to say about it? The more right it felt, right? Like, yeah, well, that's kind of like, that's kind of like, like I said, it dawned on me at church, like I said, when they started talking about community, when they had, um, Clint. Mm-hmm. My brain does not want to work. <laughs> Clint, and then Jacob up there talking, and I was like, 
it, it dawned on me because it's like, it's like I had known kind of like, I kind of like thought that myself, yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, you need more community and things like that. But I was just kind of like, you know, I just kind of blew it off. And then it's like, when they started talking, then it's like, I started really feeling it. And then it's like the next day, it's like I thought about it and it's like, I, I the other name was good, but it's like I said, I feel like I just picked it because it was kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. It's like not necessarily because it was what's on his heart. Yeah, yeah. It was just well, kind of something that came up, and I was like, "Well, that sounds cool," you know. Well, like, and really I catchy. very much like, and you and I had talked about this in changing the name. That like community, we we feel like that's what's on God's heart. Yeah, and... I feel like that's the direction because it's kind of like we talked to where we mentioned like you know, not being the, like, the bride to where they were, like, you know, they're all waiting with the oil. Right. It's like, and them not having enough oil, it's like, I feel like part of that, too, winds up being partially on the community, because it's like, it's like, if we're not helping people, helping people stay prepared, or helping people get prepared, it's like, what are we doing it's like it's like are we just waiting and and although like it it even talks like they would ask for oil and then they knew that if they gave them some they would run out so it so it makes sense why they wouldn't in that aspect but it's like why would we let it get to that point why would we not try to help them and be like hey you need enough oil right you need to you need to make sure sure you need to make sure you're with us so you're not these people back here without enough oil. Right, right. So, yeah, to make it. So it's like, I feel like, too, like, that's kind of, like I said, that's part of, like, the community thing to, like, try to help us and try to, like, so help that us when all the be time prepared. Comes, we are all ready. Yeah, so that way we're, we are, like, an army and we're not just random individuals trying right? to deal with everything. That's good, Jacob. That's really good. I, in, I, in that being prepared, right? Like, I think with, with being prepared comes like finding, finding your, your, finding your church body. I said finding your tribe the last time. Finding your Bible believing church who's going to step alongside of you and when you stumble, they're not gonna condemn you. They're but they're yeah. gonna step next to you and be like, hey. They're gonna tell you that they're gonna it, tell it wasn't the truth. right. Right. And then they're gonna give you the steps to Yeah, to get to get away or to like, you know, stay in the word mm-hmm. and not to fall away from the word and you right. know, get outside of everything and yeah. Fall basically fall apart. Or like I said, stay stuck. So once you trip, they'll be like, Okay, yeah, we you know, that wasn't okay, but let's do this. Let's move on. Let's, right. you know, continue on. Let's stop staying like stuck. Like it's, a, after it's we okay trip. to it's okay to trip, but like don't stay there. Yeah, don't stay down. It's right. like don't don't let it hold you down because then you just get put back to the well, beginning. Like, you so go like back me, to the beginning. I trip and I just want to, I want to lay there and beat myself up for tripping. Exactly. Right. Cause I've been in that boat like, a lot. Like, yeah, want to lay there and like, Oh, there. Jesus could never love me because I'm so bad. And it's yeah. like, no, wait, it's not that I'm innately bad. That's not yeah. it. It's that there's a part of my heart that was bent towards sin. Yeah. And we're working toward 
Yeah. Correcting and, that. Well, and like Dan says too, like when, when things like that come against you, it's like you try to use it as a springboard back. So when it comes up, instead of like, like, like holding on to that thought and like processing it, because I feel like a lot of the times this is what happens. Like it comes in, we process it. And then we try to, like, we either act upon it or we're mm-hmm. like, what the heck is going on? Right, you know, like, right. we're like, why is this happening to me? But it's like, in that aspect, if you springboard, you'd be like, well, I was set free from this. Like, I'm free. Like, this my doesn't control me. Way. Like, yeah, right. like, Jesus like, this is isn't heart. on. Yeah, like, this isn't me anymore. No. Like, this was the old me. Right. And, like, springboarding it back to him because then it's like, those things will slowly stop because it's like it's pushing you closer to Christ instead of you getting hit and then like I said realizing you know you tripped over the stone and falling down and just staying down it's like instead you basically just kind of just jump over it and keep going like you're Mm -hmm. like oh hey you know like thank you for setting me free from this a long time ago like thank you for you know not you know not allowing this yeah like Like, not, you know... Reminding yourself of those truths. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In the end, because, like I said, it's one of those things where, like I said, if you don't springboard back, you then tend to trip. Or, like I said, it's like you don't see it coming. But eventually, you start to see it coming. Like, you can tell. you, You know, you're like, oh, wait, this just came against me. Like, you could start to... After so long, you eventually start to see the stone instead of just tripping over the same stone over Over and over over. again. Right. You start to catch on and like you realize, okay, well, these are the tactics he's using to trip me up. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, obviously, it'll change because if you're springboarding back and you're drawing closer, he's like, well, now I got to do something different. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, you won't be, you won't be going back so much. It's all about, it's all about him trying to deceive you. Yep. Because like I said. He, like I said, it's like he's waiting at the door, like a, what, like a... Like a, li- like like a, a crafting lion. lion. yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's like... Waiting for whoever he can devour. Yep. Like I said. That's the like, thing. And if you're waiting at the door to open it. Well, and if you're, if, when you trip, you're willing to lay there. Well, like I said, not just that, it's one of those things, too, where it's like the door, it's like, it's like the door would be like something coming up, like, kind of like you said, where it's like, you saw that thing on Facebook. It's like, you either leave the door closed, and you can on. open it. Right. And it's like, if you open it, then boom, it's there. It's like, he's right there. The boom, just come in. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, hey, you know, I've been I see that door. From this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, this isn't me. It's like, it's like, I've been set free from this, and you turn and walk on. It's right. like, then you're better off for it in the end. It's true. But. Do we want to call it? Well, we're at 47 minutes. That's fine. Who who, who knows if anybody's going to make it this long, but if they do. Congratulations. You're a hero. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Community tonight. We're yeah, super glad two. you're here. Episode 2 is recorded and done. Yeah. We'll see you later. Deuces. <laughs>